Hello, this is Josh Gondelman. No, I'm sorry. I'm Josh Gondelman, and this is Make My Day, a comedy game show podcast. The world is a stressful place, so every week I invite one friend to be a contestant on my show. They are guaranteed to win because they're the only contestant, and I assign them points in games we play based on how much they cheer me up specifically. That's the whole thing. They cheer me up, and I give them points for it, somewhat arbitrarily. The winner of the game, which is again, the only contestant, also gives a pep talk to cheer up the person or group of their choice because it's not all about me. It's just mostly about me here. And the winner receives the grand prize of a $100 donation to the charitable cause of their choice. Our contestant guest today is a comedian and actor. She is the host of the delightful podcast, Punch Up the Jam. Please welcome to the show, Miel Bredo. <laughs> Can you hear my dog barking? This is off to a rocky start. <laughs> no, that's okay. We all got dogs. <laughs> Thanks for having me, friend. What a pleasure. Thank you for doing this. H- how are you holding up lately, buddy? Ah, uh, is it insensitive if I say I'm actually doing okay? No, that's fine. I'm actually doing okay. That's great. What is keeping you okay? Like, what's the okay part? Uh, I think that... Sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> I think that I'm one who is really good at, like, Jedi mind-tricking myself into pretending everything's fine. Sure. With the help of routines mm-hmm. and conversations and exercise and work and food and my dog. That just sounds like living a life. So I think that's what I'm doing. I think that's why I'm okay. Because you're living a mindful life. I'm just trying to. I do live alone and I haven't touched another human in almost, oh my God, almost two months now. Wow. <laughs> but I have two hands. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I can, no I can give myself a hug and I do every night. And I would also say that's part of my success. Wow. Oh, that's so good. What a sweet, <laughs> mindful thing to do. So I'm so excited to have you here, Miel. We'll have so much fun. So Miel hosts a podcast called Punch Up the Jam, which is a music-focused podcast. It's so fun. Uh, I recommend it highly. And in that vein, our game today is called Miela Palooza, a.k.a. Coach Miela. And (laughs) here's the rules. With this season's music festivals canceling, including Coachella, which we just passed, or we would have just passed it had it happened, it's a disappointing time for music fans. But it's also a chance to rethink the music festival paradigm from the ground up. As always, I will ask my contestant guest a series of questions. That's a terrible term. I'll ask my guest a series of questions and I'll assign points based on how good her answers make me feel personally, subjectively. Remember, the sky is the limit for your answers. This is your music festival. That's why it's called Miela Palooza, a.k.a. Coach Miela. Are you ready to play our game? I, I'm ready to play my game, but you can't you can't say Coach Miela and then ask me if I'm ready to play because like I'm I'm ready to like teach a third grade class how to play badminton. <laughs> <laughs> Like you've got big track pants yeah, on baby. and a polo shirt and tucked suddenly, into it. And suddenly like chronic knee pain. I don't know. Coach <laughs> Miela, I'm ready. She's here. Wow. Very confrontational. <laughs> I like your moxie and your zest Thank for you. this competition. I just feel like you're so nice. Like I just want to see if I can like get you riled up. You know what I mean? <laughs> Let's see what I can do here. Let's have some fun. I'm really trying to rattle the cage. I respect it. <laughs> Okay, first question. Here we go. For the best possible music festival, where in the world does it take place? A hot spring in Iceland. Oh, tell me more. It's only accessible by foot Mm -hmm. or carriage, but wouldn't recommend the carriage. It's very expensive and Mm -hmm. takes a very long time. Uh, Maximum capacity... 200. Oh, that's great. And there's... It's not a ticketed event. It is only word of mouth. 
You know somebody who knows somebody, you have to be invited personally. Wow. Mm-hmm. This sounds very exciting. Oh, yeah. Listen, I'm not a fan of music festivals. They stress me out. Big crowds and like bands playing, you know, two songs on like a stage that they didn't really clear and the sound is always mixed and their sets are always kind of wacky. No, no, no. I want it intimate and small and hot and outside and also cold. <laughs> <laughs> We've got it all. This is Coach Miela's got it all. Okay. Now, for bonus points, mm-hmm. because so far you've scored 10 points on this question. Yes. For bonus points, which celebrity do you envision paying to take the carriage ride to the festival? Tilda Swinton. But oh, Swinton. Only Damn. because she wouldn't do it because she doesn't want to walk. She's doing it because she's transporting her large dogs and they're senile and old and they need a ride. That's beautiful. She has so many Irish wolfhounds and that's not true. That's just in my head. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Sure. Do the hounds count towards the 200 person capacity or is it like yes, 200 people, however many as, hounds? No, no, they each, they each count as two people. Wow. So okay. half half the crowd is going to be Irish wolfhounds. <laughs> what? Big hound crowd. Okay. A big hound crowd is exactly my demographic. (laughs) Perfect. So you've got 10 points for just the location, the kind of intimate vibe, and then eight points for Tilda and the hounds, which might be- Why not 10, Josh? Why not 10? Why not 10? Because it's eight. (sighs) Tilda and the hounds also could be one of the bands playing this festival. Tilda and the hounds is the opener. Mm -hmm. Okay, next question. Mm -hmm. What is the signature food item that they have for sale? Like the weird, like, oh, you can only get this here. Yeah, I'm going to tell you, but um, you can't tell anybody about this. Yeah, of course. It's word of mouth only. Great. So you know how corn dogs are Mm -hmm. a thing. Don't you feel like every time you have one, you go, where's the corn? Right, it's mostly dog. It's dog. It's dog and some maybe like a whisper of cornmeal. Mm Mm-hmm. Not anymore, baby. What if you had a corn dog that was corn with a stick in it, and then in the middle of the corn, more corn? I love the density of corn that we have going on. Yeah, I'm trying to marble my meats. Mm-hmm. What? Wait, hold on. <laughs> I got you there. Can you explain <laughs> that? So this is true now. Um, I don't know if you've read The Omnivore's Dilemma, but in it- it is discussed that apparently the grading system in this country for meat is based on the marbling, okay. which is an effect that only happens when they are fed corn. Oh, okay. So you're trying to marble the My humans. My own meat. Yes, yeah. I'll marble your own meat. Okay, got it, got, I would it, got like, it, I'm just, I don't know if you can tell so far based on me screaming at you for only giving me eight points, but um, I'm a pretty competitive person. And I would very much like to get grade A meat when eventually my body is donated to science and I'm graded. And so I am trying to marble. I don't know that they rate your meat when you donate yourself to science. It is going to be in my rider, my death rider. (laughs) Death rider. Another (laughs) one of the bands at this Nordic festival. (laughs) So are they still called corn dogs? Yeah, and but it's spelled with like a bunch of Icelandic script that you can't pronounce. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's nine points right there. Yes. Huge. Yeah. Yes. You're on fire. Yes. You're doing amazing at this game. Keep going. More compliments. <laughs> there will be more. This is yes. the whole point of the game. Yes. This is making my day, Josh. Perfect. Well, that's two of us. <laughs> Next question. Okay. What is the outlandish dress code that everyone somehow knows to follow? How are people dressed at this festival? Uh, it is a complicated set of macrame mm-hmm. made from yak's wool. Yakrame, yep. <laughs> you had that so fast. <laughs> yeah, that's what my brain does 
all day. It's a prison. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking tankinis. We're talking booty shorts. If you prefer the full coverage, we got jumpsuits. They're all extremely itchy and uncomfortable, but they somehow keep you warm and hot and also cold at the same time. Very breathable and also insulating. What's Tilda Swinton wearing? Nothing. She's nude. Yeah. Okay. That's incredible. This is very stylish. Yeah. Yep. I, I'm really feeling this like very unified vibe, right? So it's remote, it's intimate. There's vegan treats provided, <laughs> macrame. This could go from music festival to like cult in an incredibly quick yes, pivot. That's exactly my vibe. Yeah, I love it. I think it's like very exciting and dangerous. That's also my Tinder bio. <laughs> very exciting and dangerous. Yes, precisely <laughs> correct. If my party doesn't feel midsummer adjacent, I did something wrong. Yeah, Midsummer is like exactly what this is adjacent to. I watched Midsummer and was like, is this a home video from my childhood? What is it? <laughs> exactly the same. All right. The macrame, that is, you know, it's six points, but only because <gasps> the, the signature festival attendee is not wearing the outfit. That's true. But that's kind of the point of this festival is we're anti-establishment. That's true. Also, I would love to point out to the listeners at home, every time I say something, Josh writes it down and I'm very concerned where this is going. <laughs> oh yeah, this I'm going to send this to a bunch of doctors. <laughs> no, it's just for me remembering the edit. It's also, I'm mostly keeping notes of the points so I can total them up. <laughs> very thoughtful. Yeah, I like to know the score of the game I'm conducting. <laughs> Also, especially because the points are so non-standard, if I don't write them down, I'll be like, did I just give her 11 and a half or was that 12 and three quarters? Ooh, I would love to get an 11 and a half. Okay, next question, please. I'm going for 11 and a half. Well, there's still time. There's plenty okay. of other questions. Okay. Great. Next question. Describe the bathroom situation at this festival. How is this going to be better than all the other ones, which are bad? Okay. All right. Reverse engineering this answer. Mm -hmm. We're going to be doing a drug together as a group, as a community, not a cult community. Okay. And inadvertently, one of the side effects of said drug plugs you right up. Okay. No one's going to need to use a bathroom. So the bathroom situation is mandatory drug-induced constipation. Exactly correct, my brother. This is incredibly innovative. And if for any reason, like, I don't know, you somehow are able to get something out, you just go dig a hole and then bury it. Okay. That I'm liking, I'm liking a little less. What's <laughs> wrong with you? That's the way nature intended, Josh. As the city corrupted you, Josh. I don't mean to brag about my lifestyle, but I've had indoor plumbing for a long time and I've grown accustomed to it. Oh my God, expand your horizons, Josh. If you're coming to Mielcella, you got to open that mind, open your third eye, Josh. I haven't received an invitation yet. Oh, right. Word of mouth only. You got to get on that Tilda Swinton email blast. <laughs> a mm -hmm. lot of poetry about eggs. This is a five-point answer. Fuck! Ah, it's getting but worse! You also get four bonus points just for changing Coach Miela to Mielcella. <laughs> I forgot shit. Next question. Who is the big name act that cancels at the last minute? A classic festival trait. Okay. This one, I'm sorry to say Tom York had to bail. Oof. Tom York had to bail. Once he found out it was in a hot spring, he said, I can't do that again. Not after what happened. Yeah. He, he seems like he's it. got some history with springs. Yeah, you can Google it. Tom okay. York, hot spring. I mean, you can Google anything. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying you're to find anything. I'm just saying you can just saying, Google like, it. If you would like, you could try <laughs> to Google it. You have my full permission, listener. Go Google that and tell me yeah. what you find. Uh, what replaces Tom York? What? All right, I like that. Let's answer what replaces Tom York. Um... I'm going to say a large native bird. How large? 
really fucking big, way okay. bigger than you feel like it should be. So it takes the stage. Mm-hmm. It, just- it does take the stage forcibly. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It forces its way onto the stage. Yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. Well, this is an incredible answer. Seven points for Tom York as who cancels. I think that's an incredible move for your festival. Thank you. An additional seven points for a large bird. Replaced by a large bird, and that is how it's billed on the <laughs> It's on the slate. Tom York canceling replaced by large bird. Yeah, and again, it, it is on a slate. It is a, a single piece of stone mm-hmm. somewhere in the field. Yes. That you, you find it or you don't. So maybe it's a surprise. It is. It's always a surprise. I love it. Next question. What band reunites for the show and plays kind of an underwhelming set, but it's exciting just to see them live? You didn't think you were gonna. Yeah, it's Fleetwood Mac, baby. Yeah. What happened? Like, Christine, Stevie, Mick, Lindsay, they're all there independently. They weren't planning on doing a show, but they all brought their guitars and drums and basses, and they got ready to go, and they all jumped in the hot spring. They cannonballed in. I think Lindsay Buckingham did a screwdriver, and then mm-hmm. they just kind of whiffed it. But frankly, who's to say if it was their performance or if it was our head? We're, we're high. We're constipated. I'm a stranger to myself now. Oh, yeah. High and constipated in the lagoon. You might think you're Fleetwood Mac at this point. I mean, in a lot of ways, I am. Dear Daddy. Fleetwood Mac, is that you? Dear Daddy. I can't remember the words. <laughs> great great choice of band to be excited to see, disappointed by, but satisfied in your disappointment. Oh, hell yeah. Just to see Lindsay and Stevie together one more time. And you know what they sing? Silver Springs in a hot spring. Ha <sighs> Damn, that's too good. That's 11 and a half points. Ooh, yes! I finally got it! Next question. Who's the band that everyone has, like, kind of heard of before and you're like, oh, I, yeah, I guess we'll see them, and then they just crush? This is a really good one. Thank you. This is a really good one. I, I, sh- I, I, I definitely have an answer for you, and the, the answer is um, it's, you know, the, it's got to be the... Um, Japanese house. Yeah, that's Japanese what I was going to say that whole time. It's like, oh, yeah, I think this showed up in my Spotify algorithm once. Who yeah. is she? Mm-hmm. And then she goes up there and she sings Lilo and everyone's like, what? Lindsay Buckingham who? The Japanese <laughs> house. Now, are they asking Lindsay Buckingham who because of the performance or because of the kind of drug-induced disassociation that everyone's ha- having? Correct. Second one. It's okay. mostly everyone's walking around going, Who? Lindsay Buckingham? <laughs> Lindsay and it becomes Buckingham. kind of a mantra, it sounds like. Right, and then it, it really becomes like an Ollie Ollie Oxen-free type expression. Mm-hmm. Who, Lindsay Buckingham? Who? Who, Lindsay Buckingham? Who? <laughs> mm-hmm. Like a bird call, the large bird. That's what it is. It's the large bird that already has done its set and now is pounding beers in the green room, which is also a tree. Um, and the people, That's yeah. the call. That's the call of the native bird. Are the other artists excited mm-hmm. to hang out with the bird in the green room or are they like, hey, oh, we kind of need our own space? Oh, cool. No, 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 no. The bird is top bill. Tilda Swinton is looking to get a word at edgewise with bird. Yeah. Large bird. <laughs> large Swinton, native bird. Tilda Swinton, the hounds are like lurking outside the green room. They're like, hey, is, um, we're actually a friend of the large native bird if there's any way. We could get in there. We have the same manager. And then there's like a big Scandinavian doorman that's like, you're not on the list. <laughs> yeah, but he's not speaking English, brother. He's speaking in tongues at this mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. He's like, Harrr! and you're like, yeah, right, cool. Um, would love to get a word with the bird, though. <laughs> Who? Huh? Yeah? 
Yeah, 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 yeah. So you're saying yes, but you're not letting me touch the bird. <laughs> that answer yeah. is worth six and a half points. Excellent. You're getting worse. Oh, nuts. Final question. This could be big. Oh, God. Can okay. you make up three great names for artists that don't actually exist but would look great on the poster or the, the slate in the in the woods that, that just you're like, you'd be intrigued to see those band names or artist names? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Jeffrey and the Jeffs. Mm-hmm. It's the first one. No question. Um, baby got babies. Mm-hmm. What? That's the last one. What? Oh, With what? Three question marks. What? What? With three question marks. Yeah. Baby got babies, Jeffrey and the Jeffs, and what? That's great. So those are five points, four points, and three points, respectively. That was our game for today. That was Coach Miela, a.k.a. Miela Palooza, a.k.a. Mielchella. <laughs> and the your score is off the charts incredible. Miel Breda <gasps> with a final score of 86 points. You are now the current all-time champion of Make My Day. It is the most points anyone has ever scored on this show. This is huge. This, oh no one has ever done this well before. How do you feel? I feel like that's a lie, but I really appreciate that you're- It's absolutely the truth. I wouldn't lie about that. That would be such a mean trick to play on you. Well, thank you for playing. Thank you for setting the all-time high score. And as the grand prize winner, you've won $100 to the charitable cause of your choice. Where will the money be going? Yes, I want to go to the food bank in New York, baby. Mm -hmm. Let's keep it local. We need some help right now. That's such a great cause, and I think they'll appreciate it. And I will include in the show notes- information for any listeners who want to donate to the Food Bank of New York as well. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Our final segment is the pep talk. (gasps) As with every episode, both myself and the contestant give a pep talk to the person or group of our choice. I will go first. Yes. I will be giving my pep talk to NBA superstar LeBron James. Okay. Hey, big guy. That's what I call him. The 2020 NBA season may end without a champion, which must hurt because you had a real shot at another ring this year and you're not getting any younger. I know that because I'm not getting any younger and you're almost exactly one month older than I am. That explains, I think, our disparities in height, net worth, and NBA MVP awards. What I'm saying is, even though a few years ago your hairline emerged from underneath a headband magically rejuvenated, we all know that's not going to happen to the rest of your body. And I'm sure you're aware of that already. But it's okay. Your legacy isn't for you. It's for other people to argue about later. All you can change is what's in your control, LeBron. It's okay to do a little less than usual. Instead of worrying about how you compare to Michael Jordan, have you seen the documentary, by the way? It's very good. Focus on the other parts of your life. Your beloved family, for example, or the production of Space Jam 2, or the school you founded, or your rapidly expanding chain of pizzerias. Maybe I'm projecting, and this is more of a pep talk for me. We are basically the same age after all, and I worry about falling behind too. But all we can do is live in the world we're living in and take the challenges as they come. Also, I hope you don't win the finals next year either. It's nothing personal. I just really like the Boston Celtics. That was my pep talk for NBA superstar LeBron James. Yeah. Snaps for that. The coffee house is going wild, dude. I hope so. (laughs) Okay, my pep talk is just as good and just as planned. And I think people are going to love it. My pep talk is for everyone out there suffering from a non-dangerous medical situation 
like, um, I don't know, let's say a hemorrhoid. And in normal circumstances, you might just go to the doctor to get that lanced, but mm, right now you're going to just have to figure it out on your own. I get that. I had a cut on my finger and it hurt, um, so we're the same. My pep talk to you is this. It happens to everybody, brother. It's okay. Don't feel ashamed of the things that happen downstairs sometimes because everybody goes through it or they don't. Is this a pep talk? I'm going to keep going. I think you have to manifest. You're doing great. Thank you. I, actually, could we pause my pep talk? Can you give me a pep talk about my pep talk? <laughs> yeah, sure. That's within bounds. Mel, you're doing great. I think Thank you're you. being considerate of a group of people who really could use a kind word right now. Yeah. And I think what you're saying to them, they will be able to take to heart because they're a group of people that's not being addressed directly very much in this present moment. Oh, thank you. Okay, I that that gave me the juice I need to finish. Okay, speaking of, uh, I think it's a great time maybe to consider what we can control. You can control mm, the food, the way you chew it. And maybe that's a fun game you could be playing to get your mind off of the searing pain coming from your perineum right now. Um, maybe we think about doing your nails. You know, maybe we get into manicures. Maybe we become nail artists in this time. Maybe you write, you, you do the artist's way, finally. Finally, you write your morning pages every single day and that takes your mind off the pain. Or maybe, maybe you find some old texts at the abandoned library where you can look up salves and elixirs to help treat this the old fashioned way. And that is the end of my pep talk. Thank you so much. Thank you, Miel. That was great. I appreciate it very much. And I'm sure people suffering from non-lethal medical ailments will as well. Yeah, not specifically hemorrhoids, but mostly hemorrhoids. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's been Make My Day. I'm your host, as always, Josh Gondelman. Thank you to this week's champion, Miel Bredo. <gasps> Miel, where can people find you and your work if they are searching for it? Uh, you can find me in the lake in Iceland, yep. <laughs> where I will be hanging out with Tilda Swindon and my hounds, mm -hmm. or in the interim, uh, at Miel or Miel Monster on everything, or Punch Up the Jam. Wonderful. And Miel's charity, of course, this week was the Food Bank of New York. You can donate to that in a, in a link that I'll provide. And that's that. Thank you, Miel. Make My Day is a Radio Point production produced by Houston Snyder and Naomi Steinberg, executive produced by Alex Bach, Rich Corson, and Daniel Powell. If you like the show, please rate and review it as highly as your conscience allows. We'll be back next week. Until then, have several nice days. Bye.